You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed On Demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, 888-900-3393. And it's Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Ready to have some fun today? Oh Yeah, we've kind of been having fun eating uh, kolaches that you've provided us. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Kolaches yeah. and donuts, free for uh, oh, It's so good for everyone. you, too. So <laughs> good for you. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> Thank you for uh, providing breakfast today. Uh, yeah. Not, not, a, not a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, since our arteries were hard, will harden so much uh, after this particular mm-hmm. feast. That, but it's uh, good. It tastes good. Yeah. I, I like... Like, if death tastes good, I'm in. <laughs> no? Uh, well, uh, we're on the way to finding out. 888 <laughs> uh, Interesting day yesterday with the president and uh, the Democrat opposition. Um, wow. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen nope. an argument like that happen between a president and uh, the heads of the other party live on television before. Yeah. It's out of her. Uh, <laughs> that was embarrassing to the Republic, quite frankly. Pretty amazing. Uh, and then the aftermath was pretty amazing as well. Um, I, I don't know what it is with President Trump and, and these Democrats. He seems to cut him a lot of slack. Um, he reserves some of his uh, most intense vitriol for, I don't know, people of in his own party sometimes. Whereas... Uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, who really deserve it, uh, don't get as much, it seems. Anyway, here's part of the discussion that they were having. They were talking about border security and building the wall. And they were talking about the private portion of their meeting and what they'd agreed on, what they hadn't agreed on, and why why they are where they are. And, of course, Nancy Pelosi had to argue with Trump on virtually every issue. Uh, here they are talking about the wall. We need border security. The wall is a part of border security. You can't have very good border security without the wall. That's no. absolutely not true. Just that kidding. is a political promise. Border security is a way to effectively honor our responsibility. And the experts say you can do border security without a wall, which is wasteful and doesn't solve the problem. It, it totally solves Shut the up. problem. Unfortunately, this has spiraled downward when we oh, came man. at a place to say, how do we meet the needs of the American people who have needs? The, the economy has, it's, uh, people are losing their jobs, the market's in a mood, our members are already well, left we have the office. lowest unemployment that we've had in 50 years. 50 people of, of the Republican Party have lost, are losing their offices now because of the transition. Their, people are not, the morale is in not the Senate. Nancy, the morale we gained in the Senate. Not, Excuse me, did we win the Senate? We won the Senate. Senate. When the president brags that he won North Dakota and Indiana, he's in real trouble. When I, oh, I did. Let me say wow. This. We did win. I can't. That is, uh, that's a spectacle yeah. right there. I mean, she's getting, she's, she's nasty. She's, she's feeling her oats now. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. And, and Schumer, too. There were, I mean, both just interrupting him and spewing their political agenda. Uh, but Trump persisted that they're going to get the wall built. Here's what he said. This is the most unfortunate thing. We came in here in good faith 
uh, and and mm -hmm. and we are entering into a, a this kind of a, a discussion in the public view. But it's not fair. Let, let us no uh, no. It's but it's transparency. I, I, I know it's not transparency when we're not stipulating to a set of facts wow. and when we wanted have a debate with you about saying we confront some of those facts without you know saying what? to the we public, need border security. this That's isn't what we're true. going to be talking about, border security. If we don't have border security, we'll shut down the government. This country needs border security. We the wall is a part of border security. Let's have a talk. We're going to get the wall built, and we've done a lot of wall already. Yeah, they're, actually, they're not going to get the wall built. That is not going to happen. Wait, I'm sorry. Pelosi's like, yeah, we came in here on good faith. You just mm. said yesterday. You just said the day before this meeting, you were asked, would you be willing to, um, uh, if, if President Trump legalizes mm -hmm. the DACA kids to become citizens, No, uh, you build a wall? No, she's no. not going to. Flat out. Because she doesn't believe that border security uh, is important. Certainly a wall isn't an important part of border security. Uh, I, I don't know how you can dispute that. You look at what the fence for, did for Israel. Just a fence between them and the people that hated them so much. Uh, as I think pr the president points out during this discussion, at least at one point he did talk about Israel's fence, how it, how it uh, made them 99% safer than they were before. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, this, this continued uh, to degrade. Please don't characterize the strength that I bring to this meeting as the leader of the House Democrats who just won a big victory. Election but let me, let, me let me just say, right. just say this. Right what the president is representing in terms of his cards over there oh are not facts. We have to have an evidence-based conversation about what does work, what money has been spent, and how effective it is. This, isn't about, this is about the security of our country. We take an oath to protect and defend. And we don't want to have that mischaracterized by anyone. And I we agree are, with are No, no, I agree with we are So let us have a conversation where we don't have to contradict in public the statistics that you put forth, but instead can have a conversation about what will really work and what the American people deserve from us at this uncertain time in their lives where what they have... These people are despicable. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Nancy Pelosi is despicable. Chuck Schumer is a waste of skin. Uh, they're just pathetic. They're pathetic. And of course, of course, there's a difference of opinion there as to what is best as far as border security. They don't want border security. They don't. They want the border to remain open and they want illegals to continue to flood into this country because they fully believe that they're all going to be their voters one day. As soon as they grant them citizenship, which is their ultimate goal here, they'll be able to vote them into office in perpetuity and they'll stay in power forever. That's that's the goal. Don't kid yourself. Nancy Pelosi doesn't give a rat's anus about any of this stuff, about any kind of security. Nope. And, she didn't care. And it's not just legalizing those who are here. They don't want to shut that door. They don't want to shut that no, spigot they want off. It to continue. They want to keep that flow coming mm -hmm. and cement their power forever. That's... <laughs> Good faith. Shut up, Nancy. She she doesn't know the meaning of the phrase good faith. Uh, she is pathetic. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. really makes it difficult to come together in, the, in in an environment where you're that far apart ideologically. When when you have that kind of disagreement, it is uh, difficult. And you know it's interesting because then afterward, she apparently insulted uh, President Trump further. 
by saying it's a, the border, the wall, is like a manhood, manhood thing with him. Oh. As if manhood can be associated with him. Wow. wow. Good grief. Kind of ugly. Uh, she also said, it goes to show you, you get, a, you get into a tinkle contest with a skunk, you get tinkle all over you. She also called him a skunk. <laughs> she questioned his manhood. She called him a skunk. Uh, and then what did President Trump say about them? He's, he called the meeting friendly. It was a friendly meeting. <laughs> and, and he said, uh, I've actually liked them for a long period of time, and I respect them both. And we made a lot of progress. <laughs> Certainly didn't Did you know? seem like that, but okay. And it is true that he seems to like them. He's donated to both their campaigns in the past. Do you remember? Years ago, anyway, he was a Nancy Pelosi supporter. That's right. But early in his presidency, remember he had a, a meeting at the White House with Pelosi and Schumer, and then they came out of it, and I forgot what it was. I'm sorry, I forgot what it was, but... But they got what they wanted, effectively. Mm-hmm. And Trump looked really bad from that. And so here he opens the doors, and thankfully has Mike Pence in there at the same time. And I think this time he 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 wanted everyone to see, look, you know, I'm not going to be characterized uh, by them this time. Mm-hmm. And look what we got. Oh, we got some fun there. That was actually worse than when Kanye was in there. Because, uh, you know, this was this was our republic burning before our eyes, as far as I can tell. Just, I, I don't like it. Don't Interesting like it to watch uh, Mike Pence, too. Just yeah, sit there mm-hmm. like a bump on a log. <laughs> nothing to say, nothing to add. Well, yeah, just going to let you kids uh, work this out Yeah, I was going to say, he wanted to be the adult in the room. <laughs> and he's just like, you know what? I'm going to respect. Uh, I'm just going to be quiet over here yeah. in the corner. No, you, uh, you can't see me. <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> yep. Uh, just the lack of respect, the... The uh, enmity that you can see that just they're both seething with both yeah. Pelosi and Schumer just hate him so much that they they can't even stand to be in the same room with him. And they certainly can't let any of uh, his proclamations stand. They can't they can't even allow, you know, the fact that we we need border security and what that means. Uh, so, yeah, that wasn't a political fight. That was a personal fight. Absolutely. Absolutely Trust. personal. And she made it personal af- afterwards by questioning his manhood and calling him a skunk. <laughs> I mean, okay. Wow. Wait, wait, a, wait to work together. Mm-hmm. She yeah, well, started just, that whole stuff. That's just not going to happen. She started that entire well, Yeah, he mess. was just speaking to the press and she jumped in. Um, and mm-hmm. so obviously he's going to jump back in. Oh, yeah. She knew it too. Whatever. 888 Fascinating to watch though. And, you know... We've lost our chance to build the wall. Uh, we had a chance for the last two years to get this thing done, to get legislation approved, to get it through. They argue back and forth uh, during this meeting, too, about whether or not he has the votes right now. She, she challenges him to, uh, to go ahead and go through with the vote. And she claims that he doesn't have enough votes right now in the House to pass uh, border wall funding. And he says, well, it's, it's not going to do any good because I need 60 votes in the Senate. By the way, you could sp- suspend that rule if you wanted to hmm. and just do a 50 plus one vote. Um, and then you'd have it. Then you'd have the border wall funding. And those are the kinds of things they should be doing because Democrats certainly don't hesitate to do it. They've done it. They just did it. 
uh, back in, what, 2012 with Harry Reid? They invoked the nuclear option. and But now Republicans aren't supposed to return that favor. So they argued back and forth as to whether or not he could get it done right now. And he said he does have the votes. She said he doesn't. Uh, they accused each other of not being able to count. I mean, it was just an amazing spectacle. <sighs> Absolutely amazing stuff. 888 <laughs> And on uh, MSNBC yesterday... Uh, Mika Brzezinski had some interesting things to say about the president as well. Some top Republicans are dismissing the allegations that Donald Trump directed his former fixer, Michael Cohen, mm-hmm. to make illegal hush money payments to two women during the 2016 campaign. When asked if he had any concerns, Senator Orrin Hatch told CNN, the Democrats will do anything to hurt this president. Mm. When he was told the allegations came from the Southern District of New York, Hatch said, okay, but I don't care. All I can say is he's doing a good job as president. Hatch was asked whether he was concerned about the allegations, and he said, no, because I don't think he was involved in crimes. But even then, you know, you can make anything a crime under the current. Oh, my. He's turning into Trump. Honestly, these people are turning into Trump. If you want you want to, you can blow it way out of proportion. You can do a lot of things. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy told NBC News, let me say this about Mr. Cohen. Jesus loves him, but everyone else thinks he's an idiot. I think <laughs> most Americans think he's a sleazoid grifter. I can't imagine basing any kind of prosecution on the word of Mr. Cohen. Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley also dismissed the allegations, telling CNN they based it on what a liar says. So it hurts the credibility of it. Mm -hmm. That liar was employed as a close fixer for the president for more than a decade, but okay. And here's how House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy responded to Congressman Adam Schiff's assertion that Donald Trump could face the real prospect of jail time for his role in directing Michael Cohen to make illegal payoffs during the presidential campaign. The president hires an attorney to solve a problem, he expects them to do it in a legal manner. I don't see, and if, if Shift is taking this beyond to, to go forward and say there's an impeachable offense because of a campaign finance problem, there's a lot of members in Congress who would have to leave for that same place. Uh, Willie Geist, I'm, it's incredible. To me, this is despicable. <laughs> well, and also what they're arguing against is information and findings and allegations coming from prosecutors in the Southern District of New York, not from Democrats, not from the media. This is a case put together by prosecutors. And you might remember a couple of years ago, back in uh, 2015 and 2000, early, maybe early 16, even, uh, Mika and Joe with the Morning Cup of Postum. Uh, were as big a supporters of Donald Trump as anybody on Fox News. Anybody remember that? Anybody remember those days? I I certainly do. They had him on and they asked him softball questions. During the break, we had that recorded thing where uh, Mika asked him what he wants to talk about. And they asked him, what about this? No, no, let's not talk about that. <laughs> so they didn't. <laughs> yep. I mean... They, he was invited to their uh, to some kind of party that they threw. They hung out together uh, socially, and then something happened. 
something happened. And uh, now, you know, he's he's their main enemy. Yeah, now. you know what happened is he decided to run for president as a Republican. Yeah, but they were, and, they were supporting you're right. him yeah, at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, i tell you what it was. It's exactly what... Uh, what uh, Harry Reid uh, spilled the beans is everything we said that uh, when he said uh, we want Trump to be the nominee. They, yeah. they thought that they would be him. Be, they, they, it would be I Hillary's it, to take. Yeah. And I, so I they, they fluffed him up and made sure that he made it through the process. And oh, my gosh, he won. Oh, boy. Pretty amazing to watch, though. And uh, and I recall the old days with Joe and Mika. <laughs> Back when they were just... Just a spark. You know, just a, a loving couple together. Yeah. Now they're an old married couple. Yeah, yeah. Used to be uh, passionate. Now it's, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever it is now. It's, it's Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Tough couple. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Superfood from Brickhouse Nutrition called uh, Field of Greens. Just great stuff. It it is uh, It is a product that allows you to have vegetables. In fact, uh, every scoop has a full serving of real organic usda organic fruits and vegetables complete with antioxidants so if if you don't like the taste of vegetables if you don't choke them down during the course of the day like i certainly don't then this is a tremendous product for you you'll get that nutrition in your body it's a daily clean green energy to fuel your body for a healthier lifestyle just go to brickhousepat.com give it a try see if you love it uh i know i do and you'll get 15 percent off a month supply when you use the offer code pat brickhousepat.com offer code pat that's brickhousepat.com mr classic pat gray unleashed uh, i was good to find out too from the uh, testimony of uh of the ceo of google that they don't have any bias at google that was uh, that was a relief for me because i so I guess I was under the mistaken impression that there is some bias at Google. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I guess it, it was oh, from, unreasonable. From facts. Oh, is that where it was? That's, that's where yeah, you that's, got your information right. from, it was facts. From, <laughs> from facts. Mm-hmm. Google is biased. Uh, it's been proven time and time again. <laughs> uh, but their CEO oh. made a statement yesterday. It was pretty interesting at the, okay. at the beginning of the uh, hearing <clears throat> where he, he corrected that. Oh. We have put a number of checks and balances in place to ensure they continue to live up to our standards. Oh, mm-hmm. I lead this company without political bias. <laughs> we work to ensure that our products continue to operate that way. Of course you do. To do otherwise would be against our core principles mm. and our business interests. Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> Is there a number to call, uh, Ivan, to maybe uh, challenge him on that? Lie to me some more. <laughs> Was he under oath, or was this just like a hanging out and talking to Congress kind of thing? I, I don't know if he was under oath. <laughs> Gotta see this. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but that is absolutely astounding. Everybody knows there's bias at Google. He runs the company without any bias. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I don't know why I was so cynical. I thought maybe there was a little bit of bias at, at Google, but no, nope. absolutely not. But that the rest. <laughs> Oh, he was speaking under oath. Oh. Wow. Well, then. Wow. Then let's have some more fun with this now, guy. I am not in favor of the U.S. government telling these American companies or any companies what Correct. to do. Correct. I, I, that, that's a bad thing. <clears throat> that's not the way f- the free market works. That's not the way freedom operates. Um, that's not the way we operate in the United States of America. However, all of these companies entered into an agreement with the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. 
that they would remain unbiased. And because they're unbiased, they're going to get some protection from people who saying things from being held liable for things being said on their platform. Like if somebody threatens someone else's life on Twitter, uh, Twitter can't be held accountable for that. Same with Google and, and their platforms. Well, okay, so if you're biased, now you've subjected yourself to the agreement that you, you uh, made with the U.S. government. When you get in bed with the government, just like the, the, the automakers, they got in bed with the government. Well, now the government can tell them what to do. <clears throat> Barack Obama did. Barack Obama made uh, the Chevy Volt the focus of the company. I don't think that was Chevy's determination in the beginning. They didn't. They didn't plan to make a fifty thousand dollar crap can. The uh, the absolute uh, flagship of their company, and now they've paid the price for that. It because nobody wants it. Nobody's buying it. Who wants it to pay fifty thousand dollars for a crap can? I don't. So. Sorry, you opened yourself up to it. Yeah. One thing I didn't like from the hearing was uh, when uh, Representative Stephen King uh, from uh, Iowa, who I love, Mm -hmm. um, he asked um, basically, you know, we would like to name the names of the uh, engineers that uh, helped design the search engine and and all the rankings and stuff, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, That's, I don't like that. I mean, come on. What do you want him for? Because he wanted to see if... uh, if and he asked he asked the Google guy, you know, have you guys looked into their social media to see if they're biased because they're the ones that are you know running the show there, and uh, I don't like that because let's judge Google as a company. I don't I don't like us you know. Uh, well, but again, they got they they made this arrangement with the government yeah. on bias, so it is the government's purview now to determine whether or not they're biased. Yeah. Otherwise, take away the protection from them. Yeah, and, and, okay. Well, if Google is doing that research and not the office of Stephen King, maybe I see that, but I don't know. Just red flag went up when a government official is saying, let's, mm-hmm. uh, no, normally let's get it would. some information yeah. on these uh, individual social media habits. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd mm. be opposed to that too. However, again, they open themselves up to it because it's that specific arrangement that they're not biased that allows them the protection of the U.S. government. So... If you're biased, you don't have that protection anymore. They should at least do that. Okay, you you are biased. We all know it. So yeah. I'm sorry. And you're you're going to be liable for whatever happens on your... And if that, that request from King was to Google, just look into your employees. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things King said was, you know, it, th- these names are unknown to the public. Do you think we should have those names of those engineers made public? Or should that just be a Google thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to out... Especially in this climate with just... Mm-hmm. People just are so vindictive for nothing. I don't know. I just, I, I definitely don't think. Yeah, I don't know that we public. need to announce it on national television. Yeah. But I think they do need to look into their bias. Yeah. Uh, because that that is something that's going on. We all know that Google has bias. We do. Twitter is biased. Facebook is biased. All of them yeah. lean left. In fact, they lean so hard they tip over on the left. <laughs> they caps. They, they capsize. capsize. What happens? On the left. Oh, uh, they tilt to the left. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then they then they say things uh, like this. We have put a number of checks and balances in place to ensure they continue to live up to our standards. Uh-huh. I lead this company without political bias. Oh, okay. work to ensure that our products I mean, continue to operate that way. 
that he can even... do otherwise would be against our core principles mm-hmm. and our business interests. Yeah, their core principle, of course, is don't be evil. And of course, we know Google would never do anything evil. <laughs> I mean, one day we're going to find out <laughs> what Google has done, what they've been planning, uh-huh. where they're headed. One day it will come out. And I'm guessing the corporate motto don't be evil. <laughs> going to be put to the test. <laughs> it's gonna really going to be put to the test. Uh, yes, it's going to be. It's going to bring yes. that line that you like to quote so much from the Princess Bride. You know, you yeah. keep, you keep using that phrase. I, I don't, don't think, think it means, means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> you must have thought it meant the opposite uh-huh. of what it actually. Oh, maybe means. that's what it was. Maybe they came up with their slogan on opposite day. Yes, and that's uh, it. Just got uh, cemented. <laughs> I mean, it's from that point. It's if. You know, and we've defended the, these companies in the past. We've we and we continue to because, the you know, uh, I think to some degree Facebook was being uh, hammered a little bit unfairly. But I don't know the the way they've acted in the last couple of years since Glenn went to that meeting and talked to Mark Mark Zuckerberg about it and actually sided with them on uh, what was going on. Uh, I think they've gone completely the other direction. Yes. Yeah. Completely different than his vibe. They've, they've changed their algorithm mm-hmm. to hurt conservatives, and it's it's seriously, seriously injured the businesses of many, many conservative businesses. Uh, because what used to be, you know, a lot of a lot of clicks, a lot of traffic, they completely shut it off. They shut, and they they're able to do that. It's their forum; they can do that. But again, if you're going to be biased, you can't have the protection. They want to have it both ways. And so, unfortunately, they're getting it both ways. So, otherwise, I would have, I would have, some, I would have some sympathy for the CEO of Google going before Congress. It's like, none of your business. Leave me alone. We're a, we're a private business, it, uh, and our business is none of your business. Let us do it. As long as we're not doing anything illegal, you don't have any say over the way we conduct our business. But because, you know, again, of the agreement... You can't necessarily, it's just not that cut and dried. Yeah, well, in a few weeks, uh, the Democrats will be in control of the House, and uh, mm-hmm. Google will not have to come and answer any questions. Yeah, that's for sure. At that point. Yeah, it'll be a moot point then, uh, as, soon as, the, as soon as the Democrats take over. Uh, a couple of wonderful things have happened. The wall won't get built, and uh, Google won't be held accountable. Neither will Facebook or Twitter, and uh, just it's agonizing. And again, the Republicans have missed a golden opportunity, as they do every single time. Uh, 888-900-3393. As far as Mika's point about Orrin Hatch saying he, he doesn't care about President Trump's possible legal trouble, um, Orrin Hatch is on his way out, thankfully. And I, I don't think Orrin Hatch has cared about... Uh, <laughs> A lot of things for a good long time. Uh, but there's been a new round of questions about the the president's legal exposure, thanks to uh, Mueller's memos and the federal investigators who implicated the president in connection with Michael Cohen. And uh, Hatch, who is a member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, told Manu Raju that he, he just doesn't care about Trump's alleged crimes and doesn't think the president was actually involved in Cohen's hush money payments on his behalf. Now, all evidence to the contrary, because we actually heard the audio 
of Cohen and Trump talking about it. Anybody remember that? That's the problem there. We actually know it happened. We know that he knew because we've heard the audio of it. Uh, So, thank goodness, Orrin Hatch is leaving office because the guy is absolutely worthless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 888-900-3393. Remember a couple couple of weeks ago, uh, Glenn had a program on home title fraud where the retired FBI agent from Home Title Lock showed just how easy it was to steal Glenn's title to his home. (laughs) Took like, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. Any thief can download your home's title, forge your name off of it, and transfer it to their name then they own your home then they can take it to another bank and take out a huge loan against your your home uh it's it's an amazingly fast growing crime that is almost impossible to sort out once it happens to you make sure it doesn't happen to you especially in light of the fact that 500 million people had their identity stolen from marriott hotels so now they got all that information to help them in this process Mm -hmm. so If you own a home, if you have any rental property, or maybe you have elderly parents or grandparents, get Home Title Lock for them. For yourself, for them, for just pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. And now, the title could already be compromised uh, with all of the identity theft going on. You can find out by signing up at HomeTitleLock.com, and they'll give you a free title scan and report, which is a $100 value. They're going to throw that in for free. So worth it. Really an awesome product. Great uh, gift. Great, great people. Gift. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and get some peace of mind. HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, this latest Mars rover that landed i think fairly recently mm-hmm. taking all kinds of high resolution photos from oh, cool. martian service and send it send them back to us really amazing it's like hd pictures uh from the surface of mars then it kind of looks out over the over the uh, landscape a little bit mm-hmm. and i i was hoping it would show the american flag on there but i guess yeah. it's just out of the camera shot so what? yeah dang it would have been, even been pu- fun to see the American flag. That they didn't publish. You just said a Sheila lot of Jackson Lee asked about <laughs> when she was at NASA. Can, is American flag still there? No, the uh, <sighs> the Hungarians when they got here, they took it down. They took it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put up the Hungarian. The flag. Hungarians, yeah, the space program. The, yeah, the space the program for space. the Hungarians. Yeah. Hungary has a incredible program mm-hmm. in space. They've been all well, over. Well, tell us about it, because I'm not familiar with it, and I really? want to know. I uh, want to read up on Google it. I don't want to read up. Google Google's going to bias my search results, and you know they'll probably say that Hungary That's doesn't true. even have a space That's program. Probably I can't trust true. Google. But I am curious. They're liars. Pat, um, mm-hmm. You're not an only child, are you? No. Because, see, I am. Okay. And, and therefore, I'm a very selfish individual. Mm-hmm. But um, you're telling us about these awesome photos from Mars, but uh, you're not sharing them. Um, you know, we, we okay. no. I'm going to tweet these out. You can tweet these out. Yeah, I'm going to okay. tweet out the pictures. Oh, good. Mars, well, so. that's good. Cause, yeah, because uh, I want to share. Well, then you I do that. Because uh, I don't know where those pictures. It's really are. fun. Yeah, but you, again, you can't see the American flag on Mars, and that stinks. And why they even publish you, that? You can't. You can't see the guy that's there uh, eating his own poop potatoes. You, I'm, you, I'm sorry. So you know the astronaut who got stranded there. He got left behind. Wait, what? And he, that's he, like a. 
He had to fertilize his potatoes uh, with his own poop, mm. and so he's eating these poop potatoes, and they're keeping him alive mm-hmm. until we can get back there and, you know. What was this astronaut's name? <laughs> uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Astronaut mm-hmm. uh, first class Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Forget what his name was on the, on the movie. You haven't, have you seen The Martian? I don't see anything good. Uh, that's a good movie. I want to see that. It's a good movie. But now I know he I like Matt Damon, but that's potatoes. a good movie. You know, that sounds like that poop potato. It sounds like something a guy ordered from Uber Eats uh, recently. Uh, we got a story about that over in the pile. Um, oh, yeah. Didn't somebody's underwear show up in it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's nasty. so terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You may go over there and find your uh, poop potato story? Yeah, because, okay. I mean, how does that happen? <laughs> Guy's got soiled underwear in his order from Uber Eats. Uh, that is sick. <laughs> So, uh, this guy, Leo, Leo, Mm -hmm. is the customer in Florida, Mm -hmm. and he calls Uber Eats, (laughs) places an order. Just before uh, 10 o'clock, he decided he'd get some dinner from a Japanese restaurant. When it arrived, he walked outside his hotel to pick it up. He says, I grabbed the food, and right when I got the food, she took off running. And I was like, that was kind of weird. Back in his hotel room, he opened the plastic bag. His food was there, but sitting next to it was a pair of thigh-length underwear, (laughs) clearly stained with what looked like feces. Didn't get a good look at the uh, is at the delivery. Why would you? Why? Why would you do that? Sometimes you just. I don't know. Disgusted, he called Uber, Uh the restaurant, and the police. Okay. Uber said, uh, what's been reported is very concerning. You think? Uh, We're reviewing this order and reaching out to all parties to help understand what may have occurred. The courier has been removed from the app pending Uh investigation. The company also gave Leo a full refund on his order. That's that's good. Well, that was big of them. That's that's good. Yeah. (laughs) That was big of them. and and we don't know much about, uh, (laughs) at least publicly, about the the Uber courier there. but uh, we do have audio, I think, of of the uh, courier. Do we not? Uh, I think I think the courier used to be a weatherman. It may still do be a weatherman. Uh, sorry, long way to that well. But uh, we got audio of the uh, Uber Eats guy. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Yeah, except for the courier was a woman. But yeah, okay, don't. Other than you, that, uh, you should move. Past like you that. said, it was a long way to the yeah, well. I mean, plus, the the he didn't get a good look. She's running away. Maybe it was a he. I don't know how Al Roker identified yeah. at that moment in time. Again, a long way to the well. It was worth it. Nice try. Okay. It was a good effort. Yeah, well, thanks. <laughs> don't don't patronize me, man. I got you know, it. we don't have to try that hard to play my favorite audio clip of all time. We can just play it. You pooped in your pants. You know what I mean? I pooped my pants. So next time I should just say, you pooped in your pants. I pooped my pants. Play poopy man. You pooped in your pants. I pooped my pants. And uh, partly cloudy with a chance of poop today. Every time I see the guy, you know, and and I I rarely watch the NBC Today Mm -hmm. show, but, uh, you know, during the parade, he's he's all over the parade, and that's all I can think of is... Are you pooping your pants again, Al? Or <laughs> seriously, when you're out there for hours doing the parade, where's the nearest toilet for him? Right. Like, yeah. I want to know where Al Roker. Yeah, you want him to be near a restroom at all times. <laughs> it might be in his contract at this point. You know, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Another straw poll. Uh, this time of members of the progressive group MoveOn.org. Hmm. Uh, and who do they want? They uh, they polled thirty potential candidate choices. Thirty. I, I don't know how many Democrats are going to wind up running, but it's I'll 
it's got to be more than we initially had on the Republican Party last time. What were there? 17. There were 17 candidates. Uh, I think the Democrats are going to go way beyond that at the beginning. And then, you know, it'll obviously willow down a little bit. But um, of the respondents in this NBC News poll, 29% of plurality, not the majority because it's not over 50%, but the plurality, more people said, um, yeah, I want somebody else Mm. than any other candidate listed. Ooh. The first candidate listed was Beto O'Rourke at 15%, 15.6%. Beto is already topping the poll for the Democrats. That is something else. What has this guy done to deserve the accolades he gets from the Democrat Party? Um, the answer is nothing. Nothing. And that's what they want. They want an empty... Jeez. It's just. It's how Obama got the nomination and got yeah, elected. Because they just projected. It's guilt of personality. It's it's just... He'll he'll be whatever I want him to be. So, Beto had 15.6 to top the poll. Other than somebody else at 29%. Then the next person was Joe Biden at 14.9. He's 7%, 0.7 behind. Almost a full point behind Beto. Uh, Bernie Sanders was third at 13.1. Um, then you go down the list. So it's Beto, 15.6. Biden, 14.9. Sanders, 13.1. Kamala Harris, just 10%. I, to me, she just doesn't seem like a viable candidate. Neither does Elizabeth Warren at 6.4%. I got news for you. Her ain't, time has come and gone, I ain't think. no name you've listed yet that's a viable candidate or for this that voter. Can beat, that can beat, well, uh, not for, obviously yeah. not for us. But no, for but, uh, but Trump. To, can you imagine even Beto beating Trump? Uh, no, I can imagine Biden beating Trump. You think Biden's more likely than Beto, huh? Yes. Sherrod okay. Brown is at 2.9%. Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota, 2.8%. Michael Bloomberg, 2.7%. And Cory Booker at 26 A lot of these people should just realize, okay, I got no shot. I got no chance. Instead, what I think happens is they all think, well, Bill Clinton had less than 2% when he got into the race in 1991. Yeah, you're not Bill Clinton, okay? None of you people. None of you people I kinda, are Bill Clinton. I kind of want to start working on nicknames for Trump to use against these uh, potential uh, candidates. Oh, you know he's already got I, that I got, going. I got one for Beto already. You ready? Uh-huh. It's just uh, Irish Beto. Hmm? Irish Beto. like it? I mean, that's that's yeah. That's what he is. Yeah. What do you think Joe would be? Uh, middle class Joe. Yeah, middle class. Go medical, medical. Every, yeah. Everybody calls him middle class Joe. It's a good point. <laughs> so why wouldn't the president just... So like everybody everybody knows. Everybody knows he's middle class Joe. You know, he's he's all about the working man. That's what, that's who he is. Didn't he give him a nickname though? Hang on. Didn't the team Trump uh was it sick? Oh, it was Creepy Joe. Creepy Joe, that's perfect. Creepy Joe Biden. Oh, you don't need help with that one. No, he's already done on that one. And they've been kicking around nicknames for him, and that was the one they they liked the most. According to a story we had a couple of weeks ago. Creepy Joe Biden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on a love second. It. Hold on. Trump is seventy two. How how uh, what's the it. age of Bernie Sanders? Do we know? You just said it the other day. Uh, Seventy six. Oh, cool. I think. He's about five years old. He's five years older than Trump. Yeah. He, he called Bernie Sanders old Bernie. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know what. And he's got Pocahontas for Elizabeth yeah, yeah, Warren yeah. already. Good Sherrod stuff. Brown. You don't even need to worry about pinning him with either. <laughs> Nobody even knows who he is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of names. Hmm. Um. There's a mom-to-be who canceled her baby shower after after her own family ridiculed her uh, baby name that she chose uh, oh, for no. her baby. 
She said, my baby's name will be a revolution. Is it A, B, C, D, E? It will. No, it's not absidy. <laughs> it will push people to question everything. This is the name I was meant to give him, she wrote. This is how it will be. He will not be allowed to have a nickname. He is to be called by his full and complete first name. This name conveys power. It conveys wealth. It conveys success. If you look back in our family tree, the survival of this clan is literally rooted in squiredom. We are all related to senators, too. The name she chose is Squire Sebastian Senator. <coughs> okay. Mm, and that's the, that's the full name, right? But she writes, no, oh. that's not his full name. Oh, Squire Sebastian Senator is his first name. <laughs> Squire Sebastian Senator, and the kids is not his, allowed. To and have you a can't, you no. can't have a nickname. They can't call you Squire. They can't call you just part of the name. Nobody's ever going to say Squire Sebastian Senator when they talk to this kid. No one take the role in class every morning. Squire Sebastian Senator. Oh, so come on. that kid's oh poor kid. Uh, so the, the Facebook entry, uh, was posted on the event page mm-hmm. of the baby shower, which has now been canceled Oh no! What? because apparently her, her family made fun of it. What? Oh, of that? Yeah. That, but that's of the family that the name comes from. Of Squire Sebastian Senator. They because made of fun of that. Squires and Sebastians in their family tree and senators and whatnot. So she ripped her family saying, y'all have been talking ass about my unborn baby. <laughs> An unborn child, Whoa. she wrote. How can you judge an unborn child? They're not judging the unborn <laughs> no, child. They're, they're judging, judging you because you're a moron. No, I'm mixing a pudding here, Pat. <laughs> Come on, pudding. It's too late. What? what is wrong with you? I never knew my family could be so judgmental. They've spread rumors and lies about my child, she wrote. <laughs> and she said she was sound of sound mind when uh-huh. she picked the name. No. I am not crazy. No, I am not mentally unstable. Uh-huh. No, I was not drunk when I named my child. Oh, well. She's apparently done with her family uh, because of the uh, criticism. F you, she said. <laughs> fake, fake, <laughs> fake ass family. <laughs> you won't get, you won't get to be a part of my baby's life. And it's all because you oh, had no. to judge him. No, Puddin. She, they were judging you. Yeah, they were judging, judging you. you. He didn't name himself silly. Squire Sebastian Senator. <laughs> wow, have we had some bizarre... Uh, I mean, why would you do this to your child? This poor kid. I mean, whatever. Why? If he ends up with just Sebastian, just one name... Then it'd normal. be okay. No, no, no. If he does, even at this point, yeah, kid's got no chance. Look who his mom is. Kind of. I mean, this is not good. This doesn't end well. Maybe Squire Sebastian Senator will run into uh, ABCDE Absidy, and the two of them will live happily ever after. In the yeah, end. but if Absidy refuses to call him Squire Sebastian Senator every time, well, she, she has says to. The name, mom has declared it's it. It's not going to work. He's not going to stand for that. <laughs> He's going to be raised to say you, your only answer to that. Some of the things that were said uh, is uh, by her family. Mm, okay, here we go. This could be the first ever child to run away from home before he's born. <laughs> That's like funny. That That's, That's funny. It's too bad this woman doesn't have a sense of humor because right. it is silly. Come on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the cheese route with my children. Brie, Colby, Gorgonzola. <laughs> 
this kid is never going to find those uh, tchotchkes with his name on it. I don't know what a tchotchke is. Is that like a... Hmm. Come on. You know Anybody what a tchotchke know? is? I don't know. Uh, oh, gosh. T-C-H-O-T-C-H-K-E-S. They're the little knick-knack figurines. Oh, oh, so when you're in the store, you know, and you get... Or what about the Coke bottle with the name? You're never going to see Squire Sebastian Senator on there. But you won't see a keychain. You know, Keith is hard enough to find as it is. Like on a keychain or a mug or something. Well, it's discriminatory. Why why wouldn't you have every single name known to mankind? You know what? That's a great point. Why? I think companies should have every single possible name that exists. Yes. Well, it's discriminatory not to. And don't make him buy three things. You know, make this should all be on there. Squire Sebastian Senator. Yeah, it's the first name. Of course, you can have the whole thing there. <laughs> it's like you. not using the entire name of Bob on there, like just putting B or B O. You wouldn't <laughs> do that, right? You'd put the full name Bob. Yeah, you don't want B O <laughs> on anything you're drinking out of. That's for sure. Also, uh, Time Magazine has chosen their person of the year. Hmm. Did I win again? And it's stupid as always. Well, not the year I won. The person of the year. Mm hmm. The Guardians. I'm sorry? It's not a person, as they so often do. I mean, why do you do this every year lately? The the journalist who has been killed or imprisoned, they've called the Guardians. And that's the person of the year. That's dumb. With a record number of reporters behind bars around the planet, the Committee to Protect Journalists documented... 262 cases in 2017, an avalanche of misinformation on social media and government officials from the U.S. to the Philippines, dismissing critical real reporting as fake news. Time is spotlighting a handful of journalists who have one thing in common. They were targeted for their work. So this includes Jamal Khashoggi uh, from Saudi Arabia, uh, the Capital Gazette victims, Um. John McNamara, Rebecca Smith, Rob Hyasson, uh, Gerald Fishman, and Wendy Winters. And then the four journalists and a sales associate, they've, of course, gunned down in the uh, Maryland State Capitol newspaper in June. They also um, single out Maria Ressa, the CEO and executive editor of Rappler. Um, Hmm. According to the for, the former CNN bureau chief started the online news site Rappler in 2012 and has reportedly reported critically on Philippine President Rodrigo Duarte. And that is dangerous because mm-hmm. that guy will kill you just as soon as look at you. Uh, so anyway, the Guardians are the Time Magazine person of the year. Mm-hmm. 888-900-3393. Pete in Pennsylvania. You're on the blaze. Hi. Yeah, how are you doing this morning? Good. I heard on the news yesterday that our soon-to-be Congresswoman Cortez has Jewish blood in her. How she found this out, we don't know, but someone said Hmm. it was one of her ancestors said it was true. So now we have Beto who's Mexican. We have Warren, who's a Native American Indian. Now we have Cortez, who is Jewish. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's three wise Democrats 
plan on going to see the Messiah, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> so the, like, three wise people? Uh, yes. Yes. Three, three I, I, wise people. Yeah, I see the correlation there. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> all, right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Pete. Uh, we have this, somebody announcing Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Let's see. Let's see. I, first I've heard of it. don't know about Puerto Rico, and one of the things that we discovered about ourselves is that very, a very, very long time ago, generations and generations ago, my family uh, consisted of Sephardic Jews. You know, the story goes is uh, during the Spanish Inquisition, uh, so many people were forced to convert on the exterior to Catholicism, but on the interior continued to practice their faith to be who they were, even though they were pressured to not be that on the outside world. Hmm. And a strong group of people, strong wills that were were determined to continue living life as they wanted to live it, decided to get on a boat and leave Spain. And some of those people landed in Puerto Rico. Wow. Then, okay. If that's true, why is she so anti-Israel? Why is she so anti-Jewish? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. is she herself who is saying it? I thought he. I thought he said some reporter came up with that. No, no. That's amazing. He said that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, maybe she can now that she's learned that uh, about yeah. herself. Maybe she can uh, open her eyes to uh, Israel's <laughs> plight be, instead of. Uh, that would be nice. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. TJ Toppin tweets: I can't ever find a Coca Cola bottle that says Jacob. That's why I drink Pepsi. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Let's see, John T. I wonder if the Uber driver was only a child. Oh, the poop in your pants thing. Um, what was an only child? You know. Yeah. Yeah, kind of was like, an only child, kind of like me for being so selfish and self-centered, and mm-hmm. I'm all that. so self-centered that you would yeah. put your soiled underwear. Well, I'm not quite, I'm not in quite Uber that order. big of a jerk, but mm-hmm. uh, just about. Uh, struggling Lumby, uh, how ironic would it be for Squire Sebastian Senator to have a speech impediment? That's awesome. <laughs> Squire, Squire Sebastian Senator. My name is Squire Sebastian Senator. So. Uh, so shut up. <laughs> uh, just too muck and fudge. Pat's going to tweet out those pictures. Uh, that's And still waiting. Yep, still waiting for those pictures. Uh, the Martian pictures is from, from the service. We, we, I just tweeted those out, right? I just tweeted them I don't, out. I don't know. I, did you tweet them out did, or not? Did I tweet them out? I tweeted them out, right? I, 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 did you forget if you tweeted them yeah, out? Yeah, I forget. I can't remember. Ah, check did this I, out. See did this I tweet right those out? I don't know. Look at this right here. See this? Uh-huh. Push that button right there. All Push right. that right there. I, uh, Look I at that! You just tweeted out. Just tweeted out the Martian surface photos. Really cool, high resolution stuff from the surface. And so I imagine, because it can look out over the landscape of Mars, I imagine sometime soon we're going to see the slaves who traveled there for 20 years, right? And uh, now yeah. they had no choice but to become slaves. Well, they were cropped out. I mean, this is the government publishing these pictures. Yeah, they don't so want they us to. So they were cropped know. out of the picture along they with the American flag that's don't up there. Don't want mm-hmm. us to know. So if you want to see the uh, really awesome uh, pictures from Mars uh, at Twitter, uh, go so to cool. at Pat Unleashed. Really, really cool. 
You know where I think they should land, and I don't, I don't know why they don't do this, uh, is from that uh, that volcano that's on Mars. That's the biggest in the in the solar system. Wow, uh, seventy five thousand feet, I think it's called Mons or Vons or something. Uh, seventy five thousand yeah, peak. Uh, volcano. <laughs> Look at this. It's Mons, M-O-N-S, like you said. But yeah. here's how here, here's how far it is across and how high it is. So uh, we'll never know. Oh yeah, because yeah. it says it's uh, fi- 550 kilometers across and 21 kilometers high. So I don't know. Yeah, it could be an inch and a half, or it could be 800 miles. I don't know. <laughs> There's no way to tell. <laughs> no way to tell. They just blew it. I mean, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yeah. them some pub, and uh, we can't. Now. Okay, so I'm doing some rough math here. I don't even know if here. it's impressive. This is <laughs> this is Keith math. So um, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, I'm sorry. Can I say that phrase? Is that a PETA approved grain of salt? Uh, 550 uh, kilometers. It means that it is um, uh, 341 miles across. 340 miles? Yep, and, and high, it's uh, over 13 miles high. That's a heck of a volcano right there. Jeez, that's amazing. Mm. Mm. See, there's 5,270 feet in a, in a mile, right? Seriously, you're, you're, talking so to, you're asking me. Divide the 13,000 by... Let's, how many feet? Because I, I thought it was 75,000 feet, yeah. which yeah. is what... Um, Two and a half times the size of Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. It's big. It's big, and I think that would be cool for the for a rover to you know go and land near that so that you could actually see it About, up uh, close and personal. Almost seventy thousand feet high. Seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. I knew it was something like that. Oof. That's, that's a climb. That yeah. is. Uh, that's a climb. That's a haul. You might want to pack a lunch before you start that hike. Yeah, the temperature difference uh, between the surface and. That's probably not that much different since there's no atmosphere. <laughs> wow, I like we just looked into Pat's brain in real time. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean the temperature difference as you gotta well, be no, no actually it's probably atmosphere. about the same. So triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This boggles my mind. Michelle Obama's book. Which I thought, I mean, I, I knew it would sell some copies. I knew there'd be some interest. I thought, okay, what, half a million copies, 750,000, something like that. That would be massive in this day and age because nobody sells that many books anymore. She has sold over 3 million books so far. It's one of the Ooh. fastest nonfiction books of all time. One of the fastest selling nonfiction books ever. Michelle Obama's Becoming... What's the matter with people? You know what it is? It's the arms. Yeah. They look at the arms on the cover and they think, wow, I got to have that book. They got to have it. got to have that book mm-hmm. because look at those arms. Incredible arms. I mean, that, that's... Perfect arms. That's not only a reason to uh, to buy the book, but it's also a reason to go and like you know see her speak in person. And, a, and people are. I they mean... They are. They're, they're, uh, Hillary must be beside herself. <laughs> To see the success of the Michelle Obama tour, right, where she's selling out huge basketball arenas of twenty thousand people, and they're actually showing up. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, you've got uh, these random cities here, like Dallas, like the cheapest one, and this has actually gone down. I checked um, about a week ago, and tickets on resale uh, were going for four hundred and something bucks uh, to see Michelle Obama speak here in Dallas. Now the cheap seats are two forty five. I said the cheap seats are two four five. Uh, let's see. In Denver, the cheap seats are 150. Uh, San Jose, 280. 
Brooklyn, 235. Meanwhile, you got Miss Groupon, wanted to be president, can't even you yeah. know, sell out a couple hundred uh, closest friends to show up in every city. The tickets in Toronto got down to $6.51. Six fifty one to go see the old, and that's both Clintons. Wait, is that Canadian? Because that's even cheaper. <laughs> it's American, man. Oh my gosh, it's like four bucks. <laughs> um, Good luck. So uh, it's it is incredible how this book is selling. People, I guess, are interested. Are they reading it, or are they just putting it on their coffee table? As just like to a, look at the arms. Well, then the arms, and also as a signal to their guests, like yeah. I remember the Obamas. Those were good days. You know? <laughs> I, honestly, I wonder if, if people are actually reading it. There's going to be 21 events next year, six of them in Europe. She's been appearing in uh, the Barclays Center, which hosts the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Chicago's United Center, home of the Bulls. Um, people have shown up to interview her. Oprah, of course, Reese Witherspoon. Her uh, tour is scheduled to end May 12th in Nashville, Tennessee. So she's even selling in the South. I mean, the Dallas appearance mm-hmm. is still on, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yes, looking good for next week for her. Oh, it's just next week? Yeah, it's Monday. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, we were at the hockey wow. game here in Dallas uh, last week, and then you see Michelle, Ma- Michelle Obama's mug come up on the screen there, and my youngest is like, why is Michelle Obama's face up there? <laughs> and that, that's when I read the deal, you know, because my kids, I don't teach them to read. So they couldn't read that it says, you know, she's going to be here. Oh, right. Explain it to them because, yeah. you know, we yeah. homeschool and, you know, yeah, well, that just doesn't work out. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All homeschool does is teach them to dress weirdly. Yeah. You know, like pioneers. <laughs> well, yeah. No, wait. That's actually accurate with my kids. I mean, my kids... They don't Dress even like wear. Pioneers? They don't wear matching socks. That's where I thought you were going. Like, and you know what it is? Mm-hmm. It's not that they're quirky. It's not they're trying to be funny or cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're lazy. They lose socks and they're just like, you know, whatever. And now they think it's just a thing to get under my skin. I think, but whatever. Just uh, let me see if I'm wearing matching socks because that's a hit and miss too. Yeah, I got them. Mm, cool. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. All right. Um, you know, and they don't they don't have any social skills, which is why they oh, can't dress gosh, themselves. My kids don't even know how to speak complete yeah, sentences. Can't do it. I can't mean, it. we should find Well, because there's no interaction with other children. Right. There's nowhere else but right. school yes. that you could ever find another child. Thank you. And because I'm, I guess all yep. homeschoolers live in mm-hmm. the country. Yep. And uh, all the kids can do is bail hay yes. and not learn to read. That's, That's right. all they can do. Well, and, uh, yeah. so. and in the case of my kids, I mean, uh, they, they know how to shoot guns, which mm-hmm. of course is just... I mean, I'm a derelict oh, parent to allow because this. Because you're a kook. I need to find if there is even a public school near me, and I need to get them their stat to rescue them from uh, mm-hmm. the pit of homeschool despair. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. For the first time in seventy five years, the United States exported more oil than it imported. Wow, that's awesome. We are starting to achieve energy independence in this country. While the U.S. has been a net oil importer since 1949, over the final week of November, the U.S. net imports of crude oil and petroleum products fell to minus 211,000 barrels per day, which means America exported more than it imported for the first time in 75 years. That's really something. That's awesome. Oil production, of course, booming in the U.S. The shale revolution swept the country. America is now, right now, the world's largest producer of petroleum. We passed. 
we're the largest producer of petroleum, so, passing Russia and Saudi Arabia. Mm. That's so as our boom spread, the power of OPEC has been reduced. Gas prices in the U.S. have dropped from four dollars or more a gallon under Obama to um, less than two dollars in a lot of places. Oh, I saw a buck seventy-five the other day here in Dallas. Yeah, I don't know if it's like that everywhere in the country. No. Probably not in California, no. but still, I mean, they're they're definitely headed down. I have noticed it costs fifteen dollars less per Philip than it did a few months ago. Yep, and. Uh... You're going to tweet out a, you don't need me to tell you this, but you're going to tweet out a map that shows the prices around the country, which uh, basically um, Iowa South is, uh, is let's see, under two bucks right now. Yeah, the cheapest in the country is a buck 64 uh, in Oklahoma. And what's the most? Like the red area? The what is most it? is, uh, you know, the leftist uh, uh, havens like uh, Washington, Oregon, and California. California is off the rails with that. It's Look ridiculous. at that. So that's three eight. That's a uh, three eighteen. So three eighteen is your peak in California, mm. and one sixty four in Oklahoma. One sixty four. Wow, that is fantastic. Of course, it's not fantastic to the global warming kooks, uh, and of course, the peak oil people. We we hit peak oil again. I, I've heard <laughs> I've heard the talk that we're running out of oil. Again, huh? That's weird because they started saying that in like 1920. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's peak oil. We're we're going to be out of oil in about 10 or 15 years. I, I specifically remember that in a textbook that I had in fifth grade, yeah. 1987. I remember there was a um, there was a list of when we're going to run out of this uh, fuel, when we're going to run out of this, and it was a year, and it was mm-hmm. all like around the 2020, 2018 mark. Oh, it's been that predicted is, so many yeah, times. That has been in, in my head, yes, and here we are. And, and here we are with more than ever. We, we, we continue to find more. Is it just because we haven't looked hard enough, or is it because, as I believe, oil is a recurring goo that comes out of the earth? Hmm. It's not actually a fossil fuel. It is renewable, and for whatever, however, the, I don't know what the process is, but it's a it's a process in the earth, and, and it just continues to produce like this that. goo. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that's what I think it is. I think so, it's a renewable resource. So it's not just a finite resource of right? ground up dinosaur bones nope. and leaves and whatnot. Right. You're saying it just generates within yes. the earth. That's that's a Pat Gray theory. That's a theory of mine and others, but uh, I I definitely share it with others. How do we prove that theory? I mean, can, how, can we continually can, finding no, more oil? Let's just let's just say this. <clears throat> this this works. Just start saying it's settled science. It's settled sci- science that that yeah. the Earth just produces oil continually with no end, and then eventually uh, it'll stick, and uh, you don't have to have anything to back that claim up. That's <laughs> true. We should actually learn that lesson from the left because mm-hmm. it does work. It works pretty well. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, you know, when your ears aren't clean, they can be uncomfortable. They can itch and get painful, and they're plugged up, and then you sound like you're talking through a tunnel when you speak. Uh, it's it's not pleasant. But there's a great solution. It's called the Wax RX system. It was developed by physicians. It's the one they trust the most because they they use it in their offices. It uses a specially uh, designed wax softening drop to break down everything inside the ear. Not your eardrum, but like the wax that shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, right. Then there's a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to wash it all away. And then the pH conditioned formula rinses and soothes everything inside your ear. It's just a great system. Go to usewaxrx.com and order your reusable system today. You're going to love this stuff. Use the offer code radio and you'll get free standard shipping right now. 
usewaxrx.com, promo code radio. He's got no time for morons, except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. I really love the anti-fascist fascists on the left. Just squelching speech, just shutting people down. It happens virtually every time. Um, it even happened to Democrat former mayor or, or mayor Eric Garcetti of Los Angeles. He was speaking at USC, and uh, as he began, he was less than a minute into his speech in front of an audience of about 350 people at USC's uh, Boulevard Auditorium when he started to be interrupted by protesters. Uh, He was there for the 70th anniversary of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. what What a wonderful ceremony that must have been. Um, But he... He uh, didn't get much of a chance to address the people there. The first man to speak accused uh, Garcetti of trying to suppress the formation of a Skid Row neighborhood council. (laughs) He's screaming, you should be ashamed of yourself. Moments later, another demonstrator stood up and accused the city of throwing away homeless people's belongings, including medicine, personal documents, during tent sweeps. Uh, As he spoke, protesters then started singing, Santa Claus is coming to town, but with the words, you better watch out, you better not cry, Eric Garcetti is telling us lies. Oh, that's cute. Human rights violations are happening right now. Aww. That's that's good. I mean, look, they they were due for a catchy jingle. Oh, it's better than, hey, hey, ho, ho, Uh Eric Garcetti's got to go. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but I mean, they've really been lacking in creativity lately, and and they haven't had a beat, a rhythm. And so it's nice that they were able to do a little parody fun there. Apparently he responded to each protester's complaint, tried to move on, but every single time another person would stand up mm-hmm. and uh, lob a new criticism at him. I love that tactic. And then, so Garcetti said, do you, do you guys respect the First Amendment? <laughs> Please. <laughs> that was a question? No. <laughs> at one point, many in the audience applauded in a show of support for the mayor as more protesters stood up. Finally, an announcement over a loudspeaker urged people to please return to their seats so that Garcetti could could continue. Uh, they probably tried to tell him, look, this guy feels the way you do about everything. Uh, except for throwing away the homeless's belongings. I guess that's... <laughs> I don't know that he's actually doing that. After about 20 minutes of this, mm-hmm. an event organizer finally walked up on the stage, thanked the mayor, and he left. Without delivering his speech. Uh, it's it's fascinating how they're so anti-fascist, but then they uh, they want to suppress free speech. They won't allow people to speak. And these are people on the left with them. Just not as extreme left as they are. Pretty amazing. I mean, we're pretty used to conservatives being shouted down mm-hmm. on college campuses like USC. But for a leftist like Eric Garcetti to be shouted down... That, that is something else. After the event, some students uh, express support for both protesters and Garcetti. I'm new to L.A., just got here a few months ago. I don't know what's going on in terms of the homeless policy, but it definitely inspired me to look into it more. Well, good. That's, that's great. Do that. Uh, so 
It's fun when the left eats their own, though. They're going to get frustrated with this kind of stuff. The old guard left is going to become a little irritated with the new guard left, who doesn't want, uh, who doesn't believe in freedom of speech, because they sh- they believe they should be protected from people's speech that they disagree with. That it it shouldn't harm anyone, it shouldn't offend anyone, and it shouldn't make anyone uncomfortable. Sorry, that's not how freedom of speech works. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. John in Indiana, you're on the blaze. Good morning, Pat. Morning. Um, let's talk about the faulty premise on which uh, the two party system is founded. I agree with okay. George Washington that uh, political parties are a bad idea, and I would favor abolishing all of them so that every individual runs as themselves by themselves, because a political party stands between you. And your representative. They're unelected. We have nothing to say about who runs these parties. Mm-hmm. And they seem to attract the worst sort of people. Judging by the one representative who uh, wanted to know whether or not that flag was still on Mars. <laughs> you know, the mm-hmm. level of ignorance there is just incredible. I think we need to uh, vet candidates for intelligence and constitutional compliance. Because... Anything that is not the constitutional republic, as far as form of governance, is unconstitutional, therefore illegal. So how is it that anyone on the left is anything other than a domestic enemy? Hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I definitely agree on the two-party system. Um, it, it's, it certainly turned out just the way... George Washington said it would. It's it's just exactly what he warned us about, and here we are. Uh, here we are with that particular problem. Appreciate the call, John. Um, but I think we got to be careful about labeling people, you know, enemies of the people, because um, it just creates a bigger divide between us. Although it's hard, it's hard not to. I mean, we had the we had the video of Nancy Pelosi and and President Trump. And Chuck Schumer this morning uh, arguing yesterday about the border wall. And it's really hard to watch that and not just get incredibly angry. When you when you start to listen to Nancy Pelosi and her interrupt the president and just the enmity between Pelosi and, and Trump and Schumer and Trump, you can tell they just hate him. And they, they can't abide even being in the same room with him. No, no, they... They've spent the last two years trying to destroy everything that he wants to accomplish. Yep. They don't. They don't have any inclination to work together or compromise or anything like that. And they've got no intention to work right. together. Right. And now that they've got some power up there, pff, come on, mm-hmm. they're not going to do anything with him that's going to be constructive for us. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's tough, but somehow we're going to have to overcome this and and come together somehow uh, and work together with everybody that with the people that we disagree with we got to find some common ground somewhere and it, it's it's really hard to come by when you can't get a certain faction of the country to even agree on the first amendment or the second amendment i think most of us agree on the third amendment we don't necessarily want soldiers to live at our houses um maybe that's the one we can come together on <laughs> quartering soldiers in times of peace <laughs> can we point, agree right? on that 
I don't know that we can. Can we agree I mean, on that? Maybe, but uh, I'm not holding out a lot of hope. Um, yeah. So, I, in fact, I, who was that? Somebody was making an argument, I think, that when you when the government is uh, basically spying on you, um, it's, it's really a violation of the Third Amendment. But that's more of a Fourth Amendment, I guess. But still, you're letting them be in your house and in your stuff without your Well, we've invited consent. them there. We've invited them there. Oh, I didn't invite them through Prism and all that other stuff Edward Snowden uh, gave us uh, information on. That's for sure. I didn't say, come in here and spy on me. We invited them with all our devices, though. I mean, they're... And you knew that was going to be a possibility. You knew as soon as we had cameras and microphones all through our homes that there was a possibility that this could be used against us. And it looks like it is being used against us. Yeah, but at least so we got that know, going for us. At least us. Google isn't sharing their right. information with the government. And Google or, won't. Google won't be. They right. won't be evil. Yeah, what's that guy saying? That's their today? corporate motto: "Don't be evil. be evil." So I mean, we're good, and they're not biased. So, so we're, we're safe. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, good. Uh, the holidays are here, and uh, so is the food that comes with Christmas and New Year's, <laughs> and you just can't help it. Just eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. Yeah. Right? right it's right to. in front of me. You don't want to waste it. To do? Say no. Right? I don't want to waste that food. That's a sin to waste food. Oh, is it? It's a sin, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. well then. So <clears throat> this is where Riduzone could come in and help you get through this uh, this time of the year. It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. Uh, they extracted the OEA molecule out of olive oil, and that has that has been shown to boost metabolism and reduce your appetite. That will help you get through this Christmas and New Year season. For about $1.39 a day, Riduzone, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E, can help you get through the holidays and jumpstart a new you for 2019. Order it today at Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Welcome, Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I we, we my wife and I watched one of the worst shows I think I've ever seen last night. Mm. Uh, you know, we're continually looking for Christmas movies to watch. So you're watching? You watch C-SPAN? Is what you're saying? One of the worst shows ever. No, this Congress no. debating. Mm-mm. No. No. Okay. This was worse than that. Wow. Worse than that. Oh, do tell. It was uh it was on I think Netflix called Christmas Baggage. <laughs> okay. Do you know who Barry Bostwick is and Cheryl Ladd? Cheryl Ladd. Old time stars from like 1975. Okay. Still I mean they look pretty good oh, after yeah, all yeah, this yeah, time. Okay. And Cheryl Ladd, yeah, I know yeah. that name. What you know she? Cheryl Ladd. Yeah, she was, was in she? Charlie's Angels for one thing. Oh, that's the that's the one I was just like saying. Uh, I got wrong yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. who these guys yeah, yeah. and girl are. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> things happen in this that they never explain. Whole movie. I mean, their neighbor is like a. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Oh, you don't want to go the Glenn I don't Beck do any, uh, movie no, review route. No spoilers. Except just, if I spoiled it for you, yeah, yeah, it, do it would be it. I mean, I would be doing you a favor because you don't want to waste your time with it. It but, is but, I mean, if, really stupid. Do you, uh, do you want to give the audience warning and just tell them to just close their ears for like uh, 30 yeah, seconds? If you, plan, if you plan to watch Christmas Baggage. Christmas Baggage. <laughs> turn, turn this broadcast down for a second. 
<laughs> yeah, we, I mean, that's because think about this. There's mm-hmm. not many things that have been uh, cinematic wonders that people have been anticipating as much as maybe Star Wars and Christmas baggage. So we want to give you fair <laughs> right. warning, you know, because you plan on seeing it in the next couple fair of weeks. Fair warning. Yeah. So, so tell me about Christmas So this baggage. guy who's, you know, you know, past middle age probably, he's in his 60s, I guess, and he's separated from his wife and oh, his children. So sad. And he's with this young girl who's probably younger than his daughters. Not as sad as it sounded and at he's first. And he's about to marry her. Oh, boy. But he has some sort of episode that they don't explain, really. <laughs> like a heart attack or an anxiety attack or oh, something. Okay. And so his wife is, his ex-wife, who's, they're still not divorced yet. And it's oh. been, I don't know. They whoa, don't explain whoa, whoa. how long Is he living been. in sin with this young chick? Yes. <gasps> I think so. No. I think so. They n- you never see his residence. <laughs> Does he live on the streets, man? After his episode and his ex-wife, soon-to-be ex-wife, his estranged wife. Who's taking care of him Is a doctor. Oh, oh, oh. So she invites him back to her house with the kids who apparently still live at home, even though they've got, like, one of them is carrying the... So the youngest daughter (laughs) is carrying the married daughter's child for her. It's a surrogate pregnancy. That's right? So the- okay, so it's a surrogate. Pre- she's being the surrogate mom for her sister. Okay, no, no, that's not going to do it. And her sister and her husband live there with the mom, and apparently so does the youngest daughter. Um, and so- anyway, then there's a neighbor okay. from oh. across the street <laughs> okay, whose wife died. Up. Hang on. And the neighbor. Help me here. The neighbor has designs on the estranged wife. So okay. I'm trying to connect. <laughs> to try to the, so who's who's pregnant? Who's got the the the, the youngest baby daughter boy? is so pregnant. This is the youngest daughter, right? <clears throat> yes, here. pregnant with for who? the older daughter for the old who's married. Wait, to, so she's going to be the aunt of the baby that's in there? Yes, she's the aunt and the mom. So weird. Ick, where, it is so convoluted. It's so bizarre. Where's the setting? Is this in uh, Chicago. Georgia? Oh, it's in Chicago. Chicago. Okay, so uh, we got the youngest daughter. What's the neighbor? You said the neighbor comes in. Neighbor comes in, and he's hitting on the estranged wife. Okay, so we're going to do estranged So he's pissed that the husband is back in the house. Neighbor guy. So husband, oh gosh. All of a sudden, something happens to neighbor guy. Neighbor guy. It's never explained what. Oh no, does he? No one, you you just show up at the house, and an ambulance is there, and they're loading him into the ambulance, and he he goes to the hospital. Is he kaput? Because I need room on my whiteboard here. We never find out for sure. I assume he died, but they never mention it after... Uh, the hospital visit. Okay. So then all of a sudden, something else is going on, and Wait, we don't talk about him anymore. Where, where's the husband? <laughs> where's his young piece? Is is she in here somewhere? Well, he. So the husband is staying with the family now, okay. and he once in a while calls and leaves a message for the young thing wife. For the young thing. <laughs> oh, we're going. We're going with YT. <laughs> Sorry, instead of wife. Young thing. Young thing. Okay. Okay. So he leaves a me- like. Does yeah. she is she okay? Young thing, she's fine. Is yeah. she okay with yeah. him getting moving in with? Uh, so far, but uh, she doesn't realize wife? he's starting to become attached. Oh no, he's to getting a strange wife and how children. many kids do they have again? Two. Wait, wait. So we got the young daughter. So just these mm-hmm. two daughters. Just the two. Mm-hmm. Does this kid ever come out of the oven? Yes. Oh. Like they give birth in the house. Is, is this, <laughs> in the house? Is this? Kid- is this kid's name Squire Sebastian Sinner? Yes. Strangely, they name him the exact same thing. And now as... none of these people are allowed to come to the baby shower, <laughs> right. which is awkward right. because they all live in the same house. So at the end, uh-huh. the baggage during during the birth, There's he the birth. shows up with Young Thing. Oh, okay, oh, okay. But then he leaves, and then Young Thing is never seen again. 
and you see him at the end uh, moving back in with uh, estranged wife and uh, the the two daughters. daughters. How old are these daughters that are living there giving birth? I don't Mm, understand. 25-ish, 30. Get out. 25 to 30. So... It is the most convoluted, dumb story that they start on these tangents and never follow up. It's the weirdest thing. But this baby right here? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the oldest daughter's kid. It's yep. in her sister's womb. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is she married? Is yeah, she she's just, married. So she's married. Mm-hmm. And did they just do the artificial thing here? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this dad now, the mm-hmm. star of the movie, right? Yes. Is what? He is going to be uh, a grandfather. Gra- yes. And yes, she's going to be uh, an aunt and a mommy. And so, and is, so she. is she. And then this is a weird She's even more situation. of an actual aunt and mommy than the actual mommy. I don't like this right? movie at all. No, it's a bad movie. It's bad. And it has very little to do with Christmas other than they're oh. decorating the house during it all. <laughs> so, so Die Hard, more of a Christmas movie. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> than uh, yes. Christmas baggage. It makes more sense, I will say, than Christmas baggage. As a Christmas movie, because at least there's a Christmas party going on when the terrorism strikes. Uh-huh. Okay? So I'll give you that much. <laughs> I will give you that much. 888 Uh All right. So it looks like uh, Brett Kavanaugh has already betrayed us once, at least. Hmm. So we got that going for us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, you know, we, we were worried that this was kind of a risky pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Sure enough, he's already voted in favor of Planned Parenthood. Not on a direct abortion thing, but it has to do with abortion. We all, I mean, you know that. It's indirectly involving abortion. And it is directly involving the Medicaid payments that are going to uh, Planned Parenthood. And that some states cut off after the videos of Planned Parenthood selling aborted baby parts to other agencies. Remember that? So some states were so disgusted with that that they cut off the Medicaid funds. Well, lower court uh, restored those payments. They went all the way to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court said, yeah, we're not going to rule on that. Yeah, so the lower court judgment holds. And Brett Kavanaugh sided with all the liberals in the court, as did John Roberts. Why, why is it this way? Why, why is it always the conservatives... Going with the liberals rather than the other way around. Why is that? Sandra Day O'Connor, Anthony Kennedy, David Souter, John Roberts, Brett Kavanaugh now. Do we ever talk about Ruth Bader Ginsburg siding with Sam Alito? Never! And I'm sorry to go complete total nerddom here, but even Calvin Coolidge was burned by a guy who upheld a lot of the New Deal. Became FDR's you know, right-hand man. Oh. I mean, it's been yeah. happening forever. Yeah, it has. Ugh, but I, I, uh, I don't understand it. You know, and, and we we did not. It. We were not big fans. You were way out in front on Kavanaugh. Way out in front on. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really wanting this guy if he's the one. You know. But because of the ridiculous and opposition, of that it's it a, drove you into his arms. It drove you into <laughs> Kavanaugh's arms just on principle. Right. Like the president gets to pick who he wants. So shut up. We can't let that happen anymore. We can't let the the opposition. Uh, cloud our judgment on an iffy pick like this. And he was an iffy pick. He was an iffy pick. And And already he's let us down on this. And the left, I mean, lost their mind banging on the doors of the Supreme Court like animals. Should have let him. 
uh, run this guy out. Should have. I them. want to know. If- and we did say many times. All mm-hmm. right. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it would be a bad thing if Kavanaugh gets uh, doesn't yeah doesn't get confirmed yeah. we, because we, we were halfway wanting the the lady. Remember that we were like, okay, just pull him, pull him, Trump, pull him. Go Tony with, Barrett. Go. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to know if Planned Parenthood has tweeted out the thank you to uh, Brett Kavanaugh and apologized yet. Uh, hmm, just, would... just scrolling through some tweets here. I'm not uh... seeing anything here. <laughs> I don't see. Thank you for your bravery, uh, yeah, Justice Kavanaugh. Just not seeing hmm. that. Huh. It's just so disappointing scary. and such a weird phenomenon because it does it never works the opposite way. It, you're never saying Ruth Bader Ginsburg sided with Clarence Thomas. Yeah. You're never saying, uh, what's her face? Sotomayor. So, Sonia or, Sotomayor. Or Kagan. Uh, never happens. Yeah, it's never, it's never um, uh, you know, uh, Elena Kagan side, sided with the conservative justices in a 5-4 decision. Nope. No matter what the decision is on. Never. No matter what. Could be on abortion, gun rights. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, it doesn't happen. <sighs> I, maybe they just want to be with the cool kids. Maybe they just want history to record them as progressives. I, I don't know. I don't know. And and John Roberts, by the way, the chief justice of the Supreme Court, also sided with the liberals. So let's not forget that, too, because Bush's appointee, John Roberts, let us down once again. He did it on Obamacare. Yeah. He's done it on this. He's done it on multiple it things. Twice on Obamacare. This guy's not it's like good. We are always literally... Within one person making the correct decision on Obamacare from putting it to rest. Twice with Justice Roberts and then John McCain in the Senate. It's really frustrating. I'm not happy right now, Pat. No, it's really, it's really, really frustrating. Uh, but, it, I mean, we should be used to it because it <laughs> happens yeah. all the time. It happens all the time. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, about 100 worshipers at an official church in, unofficial church in southwestern China were taken from their homes or from the streets in coordinated raids beginning on Sunday evening. Chinese authorities targeted members of the Early Rain Covenant Church across various districts of Chengdu, the provincial capital of Sichuan, in what appears to be an effort to close down one of the country's most prominent Protestant house churches. So... A lot of these members go to church in somebody's home because they're not allowed to gather in bigger numbers at a church. So they meet in neighborhoods. And then, you know, enough people gather there and then it draws the attention of the Chinese government and they swoop in and arrest people. Really bad what's going on in China right now. Over a million Muslims have been put in concentration camps. Wow. And many thousands of Christians are are getting the same fate. Uh, members' personal accounts as cell group discussions on social media channels were blocked at around 9 o'clock on Sunday, while the church's telephone line was also cut. The homes of the church's leaders uh, were among those raided. The assistant deacon of the Early Rain Covenant Church was among two church members who were released Monday morning after their arrest. But he's now being watched around the clock by security personnel in his home. Oh, So nice. they were kind enough mm-hmm. to place some security agents inside his house. 
just to make sure, you know, he's not doing anything like conducting church services in his home. We have no idea how so blessed bad. we are here. That's for sure. Mm. Zhang said he uh, headed to the home around 7 p.m. after hearing about the raids, but the pastor and his wife were nowhere to be found. His home was ransacked. It was a mess. The police said our church is an illegal organization, and we can't attend any more gatherings from now on. Wow. It's one of China's uh, few unofficial house churches left. Church assemblies that operate without state sanction because, well, they arrest you for doing this. Um, most of China's Protestant house churches operate underground to avoid attracting official attention and control. Um, but this church openly practiced its faith and they posted their sermons online and they evangelized on the streets. So yeah, they definitely caught the attention of the government. Yeah. You, you can't be talking about Jesus in a country where you elect a president for life. Hmm. Uh, Bob Fu of China Aid, a U.S.-based Christian nonprofit organization, said the crackdown represents a major escalation of religious persecution in China. And this has been going on for a while. This is not the first. There are more than 10,000 cases of detention of Christians this year compared with just over 3,000 cases all of last year. So it's definitely escalating. In February, the Religious Affairs Regulation was amended to give grassroots officials more power to act against churches and impose tougher penalties for unauthorized religious gatherings. I mean, (sighs) really something. And, you know, you you see them do things like relax the restrictions on abortion, like forced abortion, because you you were only allowed one child, and now I think they went to two. Well, that was only because... They're afraid of zero population growth. They're afraid of negative population growth in China. That's the only reason they did that. That wasn't because they're trying to open up freedom to their people. And this is a pretty good indication of that. This and what they're doing to the Muslims in China is uh, really abhorrent. Listen to this. This is only Child Wednesday. Um, That uh, China's plan is no longer just the one. You said the two, but that's only Mm -hmm. if one of the parents, I'm sorry, rather if both of the parents were only children. How weird. That's so, a bizarre So here we go. Under the new policy, families could have two children okay. if one parent, I'm sorry, if, if, if one if parent both, rather than both parents was an only child. Okay. So in other words, if you want more than one child, if you want two children. You had to be an only child. One of you has to be an only child. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, what in the world? Wow. Is that weird? But, you know, hey, that's the model, right? Everybody in the left loves the China model. Look at that. It's capitalism under control. Right? Uh, okay, well. Jeez. Oh, man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we have the uh, Put That in Your Pipe Christmas sweater. Oh, yes, we do. It's a sweatshirt. little sweatshirt. Yep, love it. Um, we also have T-shirts. We have caps. Everything. We have mugs. All sorts of swag. Uh, w- whatever you want. And um, uh, if somebody could top... Uh, the worst movie I've ever seen mm. with a worse movie uh, that you've seen recently or or maybe in years past. If you can, t- if you can top or maybe bottom out uh, the story of the Christmas baggage, uh, we will set you up with a put that in your pipe Christmas sweatshirt. We're going to give one of those or, away? Or a, or a shirt of your choice. 
Oh, okay. So you get to paraphernalia basically... of your so, choice. So yeah. So uh, so share your your thoughts there, and yes. uh, and then take a look at shop.theblaze.com. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pick you something out. You got a, a Christmas movie, you know, and there's so many to choose from because Hallmark puts out thousands of these movies, and some of them, surprisingly enough, are not good. Are not good. Which I find hard to believe. It, it is hard to believe, but it is true. Um, and uh, I have proof of that. Um, so, may, but maybe you've seen one that is even worse than the Christmas baggage. Like to hear about it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Not possible. I mean, it's pretty tough to to top the uh, surrogate child of the sister, and then oh, here we go. Here's your little helpful little chart here. The, right then, the the guy with the young thing who oh 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 Twitter wants to know why it's not the uh, pretty young thing, Michael Jackson. Uh, well, yeah, I guess she was pretty, so you, you could do PYT if you wanted to. No, don't answer it like I mean, that. They want it's fine you to. With me. No, they I want don't. you. They want to hear Michael Jackson talk about the PYT <laughs> on Twitter. So this is just a setup for yeah, a yeah, dumb yeah, Michael yeah. Jackson. Yeah, so here we go. So okay, so we got mm. the older sister, the younger sister, one in the oven, mm-hmm. crazy stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Right. You got the the, the mama, and then mm. then the then the neighbor the guy, neighbor guy. Who just vanished into a right. He must have just. We don't know what happened to him. He might have had a heart attack, heart attack. a we don't stroke. Know. He oh, might have had a oh, cold. I don't oh, know. But oh, he... oh, were you watching this? Uh, the theory is you were watching this on <laughs> Vid Angel. Maybe it cut out some important stuff. No. <laughs> it's that bad. It's that. Okay. Bad. So then you've got the you husband. You got the husband who's with the. With the PYT. Oh, oh. <laughs> Thank you. Pretty young thing. What kind of freak would not want to marry the pretty young thing? Hmm. But he also loved the 12 year old boy children. Oh, gosh, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> gotta 12 update this. The 12 year old boy ch- children. 12 year old boy. Now it's. Actually, the 12 year old boy children did not exist in the movie. So I don't know. Okay. It might actually I mean, help did. the movie at they, this point. It would have helped the movie, believe <sighs> In me. a creepy sort of way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that sounds good. The Christmas baggage. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. <clears throat> if you can outdo that, let us know at 888 Meanwhile, <laughs> a guy in Westford, Vermont, spent $4,000 to build a giant middle finger. Look at this. Um, Look at this on this platform in protest. Now, the town continually (laughs) denied his permit to build an 8,000-square-foot building on his own property. Yes. So instead, (laughs) he built this. (laughs) It's just a 12-foot-tall giant middle finger on his property. And there's nothing the town or the police could do about it because he's breaking no laws. (laughs) That's amazing. I love any story that ends with there's, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing the, the town, town or police can do because he's breaking no laws. Breaking no laws. It's awesome. So maybe they should have let him build the 8,000 square yeah. foot building on his property. I think that would have been know. wise in retrospect. <laughs> it's amazing how these municipalities stop people from you know doing things on their own property all the time happens mm-hmm. all the time triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh suzanne in california you're on the blaze hi 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 your favorite movie mm-hmm. the night they say christmas yeah my sister plays the little girl uh, and the star of it was jacqueline smith jacqueline smith that's right oh, Art okay carney played santa <laughs> right right Paul williams played the elf yes and if you remember joey lawrence 
He played the youngest boy. Oh, wow. (laughs) That was Joey Lawrence? Yeah. What a terrible little actor he was. I know, it was horrible. Oh, my gosh. And you said your sister was in the movie? My sister plays the little girl. There's two boys and a girl. That's amazing. Yeah. Your sister is in The Night They Saved Christmas. That's right. And it was a blast being on set. I bet it was. Art Carney was a blast being on set with. Now, do you agree that's an absolutely terrible movie? Oh, it's horrible. (laughs) It's so horrible, but I watch it every year because it's my baby girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, um, does she know it was bad? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I think they all know it was bad. Well, when you have a Charlie's Angel being like, you know. <laughs> trying to play you have any to kind. Take it for what it is. Yes, you do. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hang on, Suzette. We'll get you uh, some paraphernalia here. Mm-hmm. Oh, up on I that love t-shirt paraphernalia. Yeah. Okay. We've we've got paraphernalia there. Yeah. All right. Hang Stay on. on the phone, and uh, Mordecai will get your info. That, that's amazing because that that movie happened uh, like nineteen eighty one. I uh, think it was uh, eighty four. I thought. Yeah, oh, eighty four. Mm-hmm. Okay. 1984. I mean, look at the uh, wow. The night they saved Christmas. I'm just looking online here, and uh, the, look at. I've never seen a more pretentious looking Santa Claus. He's just looking at the at the at the camera there with that uh, mm-hmm. little cocky eyed you know grin on his face. I don't and, like that. And he shouldn't because they almost destroyed the North Pole with their yeah. drilling. Yeah. It was causing all kinds of problems at uh, Santa's workshop. And, See. And, I, you know, I thought Santa was magic and he could maybe fix things like that, but I guess not. I'm going to tweet this out at Hangry Keith. I want to know what's up with the look on Santa Claus's face. Because <laughs> I, I want some feedback on this. Is it just me? Am I just being sensitive here? Because I just don't like the look on his face. Look on his face is bad because it's a bad movie and I think he knows it. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> He's like, I can't believe my agent <laughs> yeah. got me this wrong. How role. did he get into this freaking thing? <laughs> Uh, this is the most embarrassing movie of my career. <laughs> and so that's the look that you see on his face right there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we are just two days away now from uh, uh, more on trivia. Do we know what the matchup is this weekend? Yes. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams and the Philadelphia Eagles. And Stu is hoping to be in here uh, for the Rams, Eagles. Okay. And maybe special guest star, Philadelphia Eagles fan, uh, <laughs> Stu Bergeer. Um, may possibly join us. Yes, sir. But we're twelve and two on. He the season. He doesn't get any sour patch kids, though. This would make us thirteen and two on the season. Yep, twelve and two. Jeez, awesome. All right, uh, back tomorrow. We'll see you then here on Pat Gray Unleashed.